1: The amazing Jonathan Gray here. His website is beforeus.com, B-E-F-O-R-E-U-S.com. The greatest, I call it, a biblical archaeologist. I believe, probably in modern history. Uh, you have lots of contact with other people like Mr. Wyatt and many others that have also done investigations of the actual site of the uh, cross in East Jerusalem for Jesus, the actual place of the temple, the disappearance of the Ark of the Covenant, uh, underground cities all over the world and tunnels. Um, And, of course, today I think uh, the message I got that came through Michelle, my wife, but I left a message earlier with your wife earlier today, is bizarre coincidences in history. And I believe that although we may say a lot of things and we're we're a lot of, some of it's speculation, some of it's based in the Bible, I believe God's going to intervene because if he doesn't intervene, the things that I see coming will wipe out not only humanity but the entire biosphere. Human beings will, as it says, be more rare than the gold of warfare (laughs) if we survive at all. The living, if there is any living, will envy the dead. So God's going to intervene. He said, let those days be cut short and no flesh would survive, because the the rapture that's coming is not a rapture to take good and go to heaven. It's to take evil out and cast them into the valley of Gehenna and destroy their physical bodies and cast their souls into eternal destruction. God's going to do this really soon. I don't think that we have a long period of time. We don't have a seven-year period. That's another apostasy that's either a seven-year period that was delayed into the distant future or now. I think the first three-and-a-half years of that seven-year period were the ministry of Jesus, and the last three-and-a-half years were the second three years and a half of the ministry of the apostles that ended up with the death of Stephen being stoned to death by the Romans. I think right now we're in the birth pangs.
0: you is correct.
1: And what I see happening right now is literally the we're in the birth pangs of the delivery of God's bride, which is to save humanity. And the term I use is called the Leaves of the Nears, or, or for the healing of the nations. The Leaves are actually local eternal anointed fellowships. They're little local people that are believers in God. They're armed physically, armed spiritually with the Bible and with prayer. They have food, water, and power support, support and protect each other, and they're not going to submit to these injected vaccines, which are, with their nanotechnology like nanodots uh, and uh, hydrogels and nanobots, the mark of the beast. These vaccines that even Trump is pushing with 100, million, 500 million of them with uh, tracking chips in them or the nanotechnology and the various chips that Bill Gates has put together, these are trying to interface with the human beings and turn them into cyborgs, subjugate them to the powers of Satan to turn the entire world into a matrix, to interface with our DNA and even our cortex, our thoughts, so they can have free crime. We are at the end of the uh, secular age, and I don't believe people realize... How close the uh, God coming back to save his pride is, is really soon. I don't know. All I can tell you is that when I, the, the, the times of trouble are so great right now, I have a great deal of difficulty going to sleep because I realize, God, unless you intervene, I'm doing the best I can, but I'm getting blocked even trying to get the truth to the President through the Trump on the missiles and Nicaragua and Ladder Sheila Island, the, the idea of how to protect your power grid, the idea of giving, even donating my Edgecap vaccine to stop the virus. I'm getting no response even from the so-called conservative Republican politicians that I've even had on my show, like uh, Representative Paul Gosar from the 4th District of Arizona. So the politicians are either useless or they're evil. The churches are often there God knows what they're thinking, and all the people that I've known in the ministry are often this rapture idea or the tribulation idea, which is total garbage, and it's invented by the Catholic Church to get rid of a lot of the attack on the Catholic Church and the Jesuits running the Catholic Church. In the 3rd century and beyond we're basically at the time of the end aren't we and I'd like you to talk about these coincidences because I believe coincidences are not coincidental I mean they're God's intervention when God creates coincidences it's in a sense the hands and the fingerprints of God on, on our history isn't it yes uh,
0: but that should be to coincidence Dr. Bill is due to the hidden providence of God moving history and, and making things happen and stopping other things happening
1: Exactly. So I'd like you to go through your examples. By the way, if you go to your website, you've got amazing ebooks and other support services. I really think people should go there and get as many things as they can. I know you offer a lot of them free, but they need to support your ministry regularly. You have it on every two weeks. I make a direct call because they won't make the call with the cost from Genesis Network, so I do it from my own Skype and my own phone contact, a special thing on my expense, to contact you, because I do think it's that important that people hear from you, um, go to b and do support what uh, Jonathan Gray and his, his ministry are doing. Let's go through some of your analogies of, uh, and, your, and your points of history.
0: Well, it's uh, a bizarre set of historical coincidences that demand an explanation. And we know that no event is isolated, and every event has its cause then what do these cold coincidences mean? The first I'd like to mention is this is talking about a biblical series of events that have actually touched on history throughout the years. The first one is the annual Hebrew Passover event, which was on the 14th to the 15th day of the month, my son. And it centered around the lamb sacrifice. Now this symbolised, taken by the the Hebrew people, symbolised a substitute death in the place of man to free him from the penalty of his wrongs, because we have a God who is holy, and we cannot live in, in the presence of such a one, and therefore we die, all of us die, and the only hope we have is rescue from him himself. Now it's interesting that Jewish scholars expected the coming Messiah to bring redemption at that same time of the year, Passover. And it's very very interesting that um, when when they did this uh, they actually had uh, a prophecy that uh, uh, Elijah would come and he would announce the arrival of the Messiah. Now uh, when Jesus Christ came to earth and he lived among the, the Hebrew people uh, the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees uh, the, the ruling uh, uh, mob at that time made 11 recorded attempts on his life but it's interesting that the, the record says in each case but his time has not yet come now it's interesting that uh, when they eventually got him onto the cross It was on that very same day, the 14th to the 15th day of the month. And Jesus fulfilled the sacrificial ceremony that they had in their Passover, which is very, very interesting. Uh, Now, was this a precise time that the the prophetic date of the Messiah to die violently And the Passover prophecy date for the sacrificial lamb to die converged at the precise time that Jesus Christ died violently on the cross. Now was that coincidence or was something much bigger at work here in the timing? They had no control over the timing and the fact is he had to die for us at that predicted time and that would identify who he was. Now a second coincidence. Is that uh, a coincidence of death and life? Jesus Christ actually gave a prophecy that Jerusalem would be destroyed, and that this was uh, back in the the first century. And after, and he gave them warning to get out of the city when they saw something happen. Right now, those who accepted his warning all got out and escaped. Every single one. Well, they
1: went after Petra and other he, places, right?
0: Judaica actually confirms that. Right. And those who rejected his, his warning to escape, 1,100,000 people died in the siege of Jerusalem, 87.
1: Wow, that's a lot
0: of Their people. rejection of his message killed them, and mm-hmm. yet their acceptance of his message saved many others. Now, the third coincidence... The reason for the destruction. According to the Hebrew Tanakh, we call that the Old Testament, the specific reason why the first Jewish temple was destroyed in 586 BC and the nation scattered for 70 years was because they had rejected the prophets sent by God. Recognising the same spiritual laws to be operated, may we now ask, What could be the enormity of the national sin which triggered the second temple's destruction in 70 AD and the people being scattered for 2,000 years? Had they rejected a greater prophet, even the Messiah himself? It's a very interesting question which jumps out at us from the Tanakh itself. Exactly. Now, another coincidence. History is full of these coincidences. Here's another one. In 586 BC, the first temple was burnt by Babylonian armies on the 10th day of the month Aeth. In 70 AD, the second temple was burnt by Roman armies on the 10th day of the month Aeth. Now, Josephus and his. Keep it
1: outside. We're, we're, we're going to go to break so we can talk about general things, but we're going to go to a break for a couple of minutes, but we're not going to stop the video. And then we want to continue this discussion when we have our Genesis uh, audio feed so we can... Get into the specifics again in a few minutes, sir, Jonathan. Stop aging now. So,
2: um, Joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutri Medical has released the most exciting, powerful anti aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules
1: Johnson back, And I want you to continue your dialogue And your coincidences Because you've already shown there's a bunch Those coincidences in the past by the way The judgment of 2,000 years of basically uh, Mankind being you know, really, uh, Under judgment Because they, dis- they cast out Jesus didn't accept him We've also had 2,000 years Since uh, a- a- impending judgment coming And I believe right now With the World Economic Forum and the Grand Reset They started in 2020 which is this year we're under judgment, and the churches are being separated. You can see right now we're in the birth pangs of releasing the church from the grip of the nations. They're not going to, if you're want, you a believer, number one, you have your Bible. You have your local fellowship. You're praying to God. You're not accepting the big church apostasy that the rapture is going to come and take you away to heaven. That the judgment of, of God on this world is going to take evil out and expunge it of evil. Before those days we cut short, no flesh would survive. I don't understand all these specific sequences, but i not a seven-year parade. I hear all these idiots trying to separate the seven-year period when, in actual fact, we're not going to have a seven-year parade and the middle and all this other stuff happen. We won't survive even an EMP attack on our nation, let alone a secondary injection of tons of Americans with vaccines that could cause a secondary cytokine storm caused by even the same virus coming back in a different mutant form in 2021 or 2022. I don't think people are ready for what's coming, are they? The churches are apostate, the governments are useless, or stunned. And I see it in other nations like Australia and New Zealand even doing tests to see in Victoria, Australia. What they're going to do to people, if you don't submit to the vaccines, they're not going to let you have benefits or even food or even leave your home. It's mind-boggling, and it's not just in America. This is worldwide, isn't it? Yeah, it's So what coincidences do you see coming? Because I believe God has some some prophetic things he's going to unveil here that are going to show that the believers that he's the one who's going to rescue us. We're not going to rescue ourselves. We're going to maybe come together and try to have some power and food and other things to protect ourselves to get ready as the bride for the return of the bridegroom. But I don't think that we're going to save ourselves, to be honest with you. I think without God's intervention. We're done. Yeah. only his intervention will
0: keep us alive.
1: Exactly. So go ahead and tell us more coincidences and you know, where this is going, because I have a feeling things are going to start becoming more and more evident that when that God is going to intervene and he's going to do it. Everybody, you know, it's not going to come silently like they talk about the rapture and take you away to heaven. It says, every eye will see him returning in the clouds. There will not be a person on earth that doesn't see the return of God and his literally heavenly host on planet earth. It's not going to be something hidden, is it? That's right. Anybody who did not believe in God is going to soon damn well know that God's returning and he's returning with his hosts. That maybe we, call, maybe, maybe we want to call them aliens. They're not. They're other advanced angelic beings in other worlds that are coming here to stop us from destroying ourselves with thermonuclear, chemical, and biological warfare because God wants to save a remnant of humanity that turns to him to become his galactic bride or the queen of the heavens. That's what's coming, isn't it? That's what? Trying to save a remnant of the human race that actually will turn back to the creator. That's why he died on the cross. Not for just, you know, he died for everybody, but if you don't turn back to him, his sin sacrifice doesn't mean anything to save your soul and your body, right? Yep. So please tell us more, please.
0: Uh, Getting back to what we had before the break, uh, in 586 B.C., the first temple was burnt by Babylonian armies on the 10th day of the month end. 600 years later, in AD 70, the second temple was burnt by Roman armies on the same 10th day of the month there. Wow. Now, these two events, are they connected? Was there a supernatural element in the timing to convey a message of extreme importance? All right. Uh, Another coincidence, the forgiveness factor. 40 years before Jerusalem's destruction in A.D. 70, Jesus Christ's public offer of the Creator's divine forgiveness to all who would accept it was officially rejected by the nation's leaders when they executed Him as an imposter. Right. 40 years before Jerusalem's destruction, on the first annual day of atonement after they had crucified Jesus Christ, the traditional red wool, which always turned white. Now, let me explain. On the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur, every year, they had a a red wool, which was displayed publicly, and every year, after the Day of Atonement services, a supernatural changing of colour would take place to this red wool that was on display, which signified divine forgiveness. Red being a symbol of wrong and sin, and white being a symbol of purity and forgiveness and cleanness. So, the very year that Jesus Christ is crucified, up to that year, the traditional red wool always turned white, signifying that they were forgiven. But the very same year after they crucified him, from that time onward, the red wool refused to turn white. There was no longer any miraculous changing of colour. Wow. It now ceased to do so. Now this is confirmed by Jewish Writings. According to the rabbis, this was a supernatural omen that the nation's sins were no longer forgiven as a nation. I might ask, is that coincidence, or was there a supernatural connection in the timing?
1: Right. Now, when news of Yeshua,
0: Jesus' death, and resurrection went across the world, allegedly confirming him as the deliverer, and it challenged the legitimacy of Lucifer worship, sabotage campaigns were launched against it from two chief centres. From Rome, which was the centre of sun worship, Satan worship, and Alexandria, Egypt, the centre of Luciferian pagan philosophy. Acts of sabotage and cover-up now began, as the message of Jesus' resurrection took place. It was worrying the hosts of Satan. And so they did many things. One was they started fiddling with Messiah texts. In Alexandria, opponents infiltrated the Christian church and surreptitiously mutilated selected Messiah texts in the Bible in order to downgrade Jesus Christ's role. Rome adopted and enforced these corruptions of text. However, since most manuscript copies were beyond their reach, only 1% of surviving manuscripts are altered. 99% still can be traced as accurate. And they were actually safely outside the jurisdiction of the Roman Empire in Asia and other places. Wow. Now, then we have the star charts. I think we've spoken about the star charts in the
1: past. Let's get into that. When we come back, we're going to take a couple-minute break here, a bio break, and we'll be back in a few minutes, and then we'll go right through the next half hour, including the audio break uh, here at Genesis. So uh, stay right there, everybody. We'll be back in just uh, two or three minutes. We're going to a bio break and back to our discussion of
2: anti-aging secrets. About. 19 coronavirus is a serious worldwide
3: pandemic, and many people are looking for their best defense. It's here at NutriMedical.com. Prepare with a first line of defense kit from NutriMedical. Dr. Bill Deagle's first line of defense kit helps block airborne pathogens and shuts down all viruses. This viral defense kit includes NIOSH N95 mask, antiviral wipes, monotomic nutriodine, Nutrisilver antipathogenic spray, NutriDefense viral capsid blocker, Allison Med, so powerful it kills MRSA,
4: Wednesday Radio News with Dan Naraki. Stocks finished slightly lower on Wednesday as uncertainty over a stimulus package continued. The Dow Jones finished the day down 97 points, erasing a more than 100-point gain from earlier in the day. The S&P 500 dipped 8 points and the NASDAQ fell 31. A week after having their article on Hunter Biden blocked by Twitter, the New York Post's account is still locked. Something FCC Chief of Staff Matthew Berry calls outrageous. He tells Fox News that the company is showing a clear bias.
5: It's just an outrageous situation when Twitter allows the Supreme Leader of Iran to tweet about armed resistance to the state of Israel, about wiping the state of the Israel off the map, essentially committing genocide. Yet the New York Post, an American newspaper founded in 1801 by Alexander Hamilton, has been locked out of Twitter for seven days.
4: This is USA Radio News. Despite a stimulus package seemingly stalled, the outlook of the economy is pointed in the right direction, according to White House Economic Advisor Larry Kudlow. He tells CNBC that while not every data point looks positive, the economy is progressing in the right direction. The
5: president will be campaigning on middle-income tax cuts,
1: again, to provide incentives for people, uh, to return to work, to provide incentives for small businesses, to uh, open or reopen and provide new job opportunities.
5: So... You know, five months, give us time. This thing, you can't rebuild it uh, overnight. And I think some people are way too pessimistic about the economy. They may be in denial about the
1: economy. But I think the overall outlook has improved immeasurably right now.
4: While Speaker Pelosi and the Trump administration continue to try to hammer out a deal, Senate Democrats have blocked the GOP stimulus bill from advancing. The $500 billion bill included funding for the Paycheck Protection Program and more supplemental unemployment insurance, but it was blocked from moving forward along party lines, falling short of the 60 votes needed. This is USA Radio News.
1: back Uh, johnson please continue have star signs and other things that are coincidences one of the questions i had the other day from somebody that was looking at a thing called gematria and i think uh, you know this is a very complex area of mathematics but i think that there's some symbology that god's put in there with numerology so that it can show that the fingerprints of god that these events are although they look coincidental they're actually show that god is the one who's the master of all events that happen and when they happen across many decades or centuries on specific Hebrew dates the calendar, it means that God's fingerprints are on them, doesn't it? Oh, yes.
0: It could only come about by a very careful uh, program.
1: Right. So I, I don't want to say that I can predict using Gavatri. I mean, I'm not any expert by any means, but I think one thing I can say is there's not going to be a seven-year period of, of things where in the middle of it's going to break and all these other things, and that the rapture is not going to take people either pre-trib or mid-trib away to heaven What we're seeing right now is God's going to destroy evil and remove it from the Earth to sanctify the planet Earth for the population left here that will become his bride. And we also will soon become off-planet, we'll become a queen of the heavens because we're soon to become a a galactic civilization to going to Mars, which we're talking about even with Donald Trump, and uh, and out to uh, other worlds. But people don't understand it's going to be a very short amount of time before our civilization, if we survive the current times, will become a galactic civilization. If we're godly, God will allow us to get off the planet. Otherwise, I don't think he's going to permit it. Do you? No. It
0: will be done right or not at all. Right. We'll either, survive, we'll either
1: survive the judgment coming with a remnant of humanity, or the human race will cease to exist. Right? Yep. Yep. But I believe God's going to preserve us one because there's a bunch of believers that are his bride he wants to preserve for the marriage supper of the Lamb. The marriage supper is God, and that's one of the things I feel people don't understand this. Jesus is just the incarnation of the Creator. There's one God, not three, and it's on your door if you have First Chronicles. There's not three gods, like a Holy Spirit God and Jesus God, who just didn't create anything. Jesus is the incarnation of the infinite God, but there's so much in the infinite God, the total infinity of God cannot just be withheld inside the body of one you know, incarnated human being. He says, I and the Father are one, when Jesus himself said that, you know, that he said this is the Apostle. So people need to grasp this. The apostasy of the Catholic Church with this Trinitarianism is pretty damned evil, isn't it? Well, they brought
0: in most of the evils in then
1: Christian churches today. Right, and by the way, it says, Behold Babylon, the great mother of harlots and of abominations of the earth. Babylon, in the sense, even running the world financial systems through the Jesuits, is the so-called Roman, Jesuit, uh, uh, Luciferian Catholic Church. And all the financial systems of the world, they even daughtered out the Muslims for 22 nations around the world that are Muslim. They're all basically created by the Catholic Church in the 6th century, with Muhammad already being a a student, even funded financially and militarily by the Vatican, right? That's
0: right.
1: Please continue. All right.
0: Now, um, talking about the, the mutilation. Uh, scriptures were mutilated as much as could be under, got their, their hands on in Rome and Alexandria. But uh, also the star charts. And now, as we've said before, on the old star maps, just as I mapped the. Yeah, go ahead. And on those star maps, names were given to all the stars and groups of stars which told the story of the coming rescuer. And uh, between 127 and, and, and that went on to 4,000 years successfully, the whole world had access to the message of becoming saviour. But between 127 and 131 AD, in that same centre of undercover corruption, Alexandria, Ptolemy's historic map of the stars chopped out the prophecy of Jesus from the star charts. A prophecy which had been on the star maps for 4,000 years. And left a big blank on the star map where those stars used to be. Now, why was that done? Well, today we know what stars were in there because some of the old maps survived from before. But uh, the chopping out was done after the message of Jesus began to sweep across the world. They didn't want... These people didn't want to know. Then also, key words were chopped out of the Tanakh, the Old Testament, around the same time. A rabbi by the name of Echabar, he was called the father of the Mishnah, promoted a translation of the Tanakh which ripped out key words in certain messianic texts that were being linked to Jesus Christ by the preaching apostles around the world. He ripped them out. And then they looked at the chronology. Rabbis Akbar and Ben Halafia also snatched out one hundred and sixty years from the Persian Jewish calendar to nullify Jesus' fulfilment of Daniel's seventy week, four hundred and ninety year prophecy. That's right, 160 years of real time was chopped out and thrown away. So if you compare the, the, the Jewish Old Testament with the Jewish count of years for history, you'll find that there's a disagreement of 160 years between the two of them. And the Jewish encyclopedia admits it. Now, uh, one explanation has been that God told them to do it. Well, in other words, God told them to falsify history that had already happened. And this made, this made the prophecy of Daniel not, not end in the, in the first century with that three-and-a-half-year period where Jesus preached and then the next three-and-a-half-year period where the apostles preached. But it made, by chopping out years, it made it reach into the second century, that, that, that length of time. Right. And so what they did was... They then supported a false imposter pretending to be the Messiah in the 2nd century and appealed to the book of Daniel for his support of timing. Very interesting. So they ripped I it think book that, was that, was that, and uh, threw it away and put in a false one.
1: Was that uh, Bar Kokhba?
0: Yes, that's right. Yeah. Then they placed a curse on the true Messiah prophecy. Rabbi Samuel v. Namani placed a curse recorded in the Talmud on whoever would read the same prophecy of Daniel which pointed to the named one, Messiah. Right. Uh, actually a group of Christians in Poland uh, who were reading prophecy we're arguing strongly that this prophecy pointed to Jesus Christ as a Messiah and actually gave the timing, which it does. Because it gave the timing in, in, in real time, in Jesus' day there was a great expectation that the Messiah was going to come. And when he came and said, My kingdom is not of this world, they didn't like that. They wanted a, a Messiah who would deliver them from Roman tyranny. And when he says, that's not my purpose in telling you, I've got something better to give you, they didn't want him. They wanted him out of the way. And that's why they wanted him dead. And uh, now, these Christians came to some rabbis in Poland and said, look, this prophecy proves the Messiah. And he used their own Bible to show it to them. One that was still a, 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 a well-preserved one. that hadn't been changed and they looked at it and they couldn't answer it so they placed a curse on whoever would read that same prophecy of Daniel which pointed to the anointed one as the Messiah now there was also a Messiah prophecy a complete prophecy cut out of the Tanakh the Old Testament the prophecy of Isaiah chapter 53 Uh He was led to the lamb to the water, for the sins of my people was he stricken. Talking about the Messiah, Jesus Christ.
1: Uh, I, I want you to go through the break on this one because uh, we're going to go right to the top of the hour. But we'll talk about it in general because I want to keep the main discussion uh, on when we go back on Genesis. But let's continue the discussion because I believe think people don't understand who the Creator is, what he's doing, what he's doing soon to come back. at medical N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com, that's N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com, or, or order line, 888 This new technology releases the silver ion to stimulate not only killing pathogens, but stimulates tissue regeneration and stem cell activation. It is thousands of times stronger than any colloidal or ionic silver uh, complex, and uh, with its enzymatic liposomal envelope delivers it to the target tissues with very small dosages. Johnson, please continue. I think there's kind of an overall plan here. Um, I want people to get out of the big cities, like you've talked about. I want them to prep up with their Bible and local fellowships. I want them to have power, food, and self-protection. But it's going to take God's supernatural intervention to save us from a power outage or a blackout. I call it a lead weapon of indignation or a nuclear, chemical, and biological war. A cashless system there. Where they're trying to talk about a Fed coin here in America, and moving toward a cashless worldwide economy, with an international, uh, international, uh, in basically basic income, but you have to be vaccinated in order to be, to have, have the nano chip in you, to track you to a cubic meter beside your cell phone. They're getting ready to make the human race ready to turn into cyborgs and make us enter the matrix. And I don't think people realize that the judgment of God is hanging over those people who submit to the vaccine, which basically I consider like a, a mark of the beast. It says, that, you know, the the chip injected or the number of his name, just using your own biometrics or believing the system, like they carry, you know, the, the green agenda. This is the end of secular history, as we know. All the lies of Satan and his minions are now impinging on the human race to control us and move us into a control matrix for the luciferic globalists, bankers, billionaires, and fake religionists who believe in Luciferianism, which was prophesied in 1871 by Albert Pike at the World War One, Two, II, and Three, And we're there now. This is it, isn't it?
0: Well, certainly it is this effect, yes.
1: Yeah. Please continue.
0: All right. Now, um, I'd like to ask this question. Why such a desperate cover-up of that one single feature, the one about the Messiah, in all these different documents? That evidence so clearly points to him, to Jesus as the Messiah, that rejecters had no option but to chop out textual evidence, blank out sections of the sky charts, falsify historical evidence by changing the chronology, and curse whoever would study the evidence? Right. Shouldn't we feel sorry for them? Well, I do believe this, that as the climax approaches, we all need to know what this is really all about. The fact is that this planet has been hijacked. Satan was cast out of heaven, and when God created this planet, he determined to take it over and ruin what God was creating. And then the Messiah prophecy was given straight away to give man hope, because death came upon everyone separated from the life giver which they were they turned their backs on God and, and they were, when Satan says do your own thing they thought yeah that's a good idea I'll be my own God I'll do my own thing and immediately he separated himself from the giver of life and if you're separated from the life source, you die and so death came upon everyone on this planet now there's no hope No hope, we can't yet bring ourselves out of the grave. Only the one who gives life can impart life again and will resurrect us from the dead. So our Creator Himself had this plan. Come down into the human race, become part of us, live as we do, follow the same laws, naturally make them part of our lives so that we are in harmony with, with each other and with our God and then give us power to keep living that way. That is the plan. And, uh, of course, he's also given us, when we, when we discover this rescue plan, he's given us the privilege of being sharers of it with others. The greatest joy of any topic is how wonderful our Creator is, all the wonderful things He does and what He's planning for us. And we are told to think on these things regularly, all the time. It will give us the opportunity to uh, speak on them as well. Now, according to the prophecies, as the final showdown looms, every person will have opportunity to accept or reject the pending rescue. Inbuilt, Into each of us is the capacity for free choice. Not force. He doesn't force us. He loves us too much for that. He wants us to come from a free and loving heart. So he's given us the ability for free choice concerning our destiny. And the decision is not his whether we die. He wants us alive with him. The choice is ours. So we must realize that there is nothing better to choose than this. If we lose everything now in this life, let that be so, if it means that we still have eternal life. That's what counts.
1: Right. But he wants to give extended life to our physical bodies. But he wants us to be the queen of heavens, which means when we get off planet, we're going to go to distant worlds and we're going to bring his gospel of truth to many, many worlds and many other beings. And we're going to connect across the galaxy with other beings that became subservient to him, and, and uh, God is going to extinguish those who have become his enemy It says one-third yes. of, the, of, the, of the fallen ones would not return to grace with him And that's the ones that have actually subjugated our planet These are you we call Nephilim They're exoplanetary and transdimensional and People might call them aliens They are They're alien to our dimension and our world And they've subjugated the human race to pagan religions for ancient times Right? That's right Please continue.
0: Yes. Well, the the essence of of what we have been saying today, really, is that uh, this brief overview you've done today brings us to this bizarre set of historical circumstances that demand an explanation. And uh, since no event is isolated, every effect has its cause, then what do these coincidences mean to us today? They mean to us that God himself, the great numberer, is in charge of history. He can change circumstances for his purposes. And his one big purpose is to give every one of us the opportunity to live forever in his presence and meanwhile extend our lives now and live healthier and happier. And uh, the enemy wants to oppress as many prospects as possible, or destroy them, and so he has, to de- he has a, a disinformation campaign going around the world, which makes
1: this a secret. In other words, keep this keep this rescue operation secret. Right, which is what is we, we, see we, see we see in the church. We see in the church they rest. they made it secret. They think it's a secret rapture that you're going to take it away to heaven, when in fact it's going to be very public. Everybody will know Jesus is coming back. Everybody will see him coming in the clouds in the sky. Everybody, no matter whether you're saved or not saved, right?
0: Oh yes, that's right. And those that those that see him coming and are ready will be shouting out, "Lo, this is our God. We've waited for him, and he will save us." Right. And the others will be running to the rocks and mountains, falling us, hide us from the face of this one who's coming.
1: Exactly. Go to their deep underground military bases, their doms, we call them.
0: Yeah. The, the the big showdown is is not far away now Dr. Bill it's no.
1: very close to it yeah i can't t- say exactly when but i can feel it coming and i can feel the terror and i keep praying for those who are lost that they'll turn back to god because there are lost brothers and sisters there are people that are politicians and religious leaders that are teaching lies and apostasy and causing not only their own physical and spiritual harm but the harm of our planet and fellow human beings and they're trying to destroy as much of the human race as possible i mean what's coming is a, this you know this website Deagle D E A G E L dot com is a massive population reduction. Not only that, they want to only kill them physically, they want to kill them spiritually. They don't want the human race to be saved by God. They want to extinguish their bodies and their souls, don't
0: they? Well that's what they want? Yes. Uh, the, the, those in charge now, are, are those who have taken over this planet, and the interesting thing is that sometimes. When a person is kidnapped, the kidnapper, I remember, a a bank robbery. Right. And and the the bank staff were imprisoned for several days um, in the vaults of the bank. Right. By by the bank robbers. And uh, at the end of it all, when when these uh, captives were rescued, they they said only kind words about their captives. They'd come to think like them and and they'd come to... uh, Isn't that uh,
1: terrible? Isn't it? It is terrible, you know, because you see the, you know, the number of people here in America that are going to vote for Biden when the man is so corrupt and so evil on Barack Obama and the leftist, uh, social uh, Marxist, Luciferic Satanists that are trying to run the country into the ground. They want to get rid of God, guns, right, and gas. In other words, proper energy production. But most importantly, they want to get rid of God. They want to get rid of the Christian church and the, and the gospel of Jesus and Yeshua. Yeshua. Thank you for your amazing expose today. These are not coincidences that happened in the destruction of the ancient temple in the 5th century and the time of 70 A.D. And what's coming right now is the time of troubles will soon be over and the birth pangs will end with the delivery of God's bride. I don't have the timing, but I know we're in the delivery room, aren't we? We are. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you for expose and the truth at BeforeUs.com. Do support his ministry. We'll be back in two weeks, and tomorrow we've got an amazing show with Gary Richard Arnold, Pastor
5: Bush Barr, and Greg Ford will be back with much more intelligence. One